Beyond Lumina, Episode 5, Bright City. Sergeant Major Robin, after giving Vala Rees her new coordinates to the independent planet of Ob, updated her on what they knew. Sergeant, you're once again looking for Lieutenant Azig Zinn. We had reports that he had left Ravina with an Alliance cruiser that was thought to be missing. We found that cruiser destroyed in an asteroid field near Ravina, where there was also some sort of outpost. I felt you would have the best chance of convincing him you are innocent if you are caught keeping tabs on him. But that is what we need you to do. Follow him and this crew of his and see what they are up to. Bala didn't know what to make of the situation. I guess I'm really no good at judging someone's character, she thought. Azik seemed to her like a loyal soldier, and probably even a loyal friend too, much like Ravim, her commander. But it was clear now that Azik was mixed up in something. How bad and how he was involved, she thought, remained to be seen. But why would he have a stolen Alliance cruiser, she asked herself, and how did he get away from the asteroid if it was destroyed? She was going to have to come up with some cover story in case he noticed her. Luckily he doesn't know much about me, she thought, other than what he might get from a bioscan. She wasn't really well versed in the espionage business, but she understood why she was chosen to carry out the mission, and she would do her best to do so. The trip to Ob wasn't a very long one, and she assumed she would be able to refuel there, and she wasn't always sure when it came to independent worlds. She had been to many places, some independent worlds, but never to Ob. Entering the atmosphere, she sped across the lush landscape until finally spotting what looked to be a spaceport at a prominent city. She had not received any word from the ground whether she could land, but she didn't think she would be disturbing anything at a place with such little space traffic. Bala landed her fighter and got out, stretching after the long flight. She let Ravim know that she made it, and asked him to keep her updated with any new information as she looked for Azik. As she made her way inside the spaceport, she was met by an engineer coming out. Can we help you, officer? The man asked her. The Alliance officer's navy blue paracloak was notorious throughout the developed system. Yes, Bala started. Could I get some fuel for my fighter, please? We usually don't support military vessels, the man said wiping his hands with a rag, especially with the current heated situation. He looked at the fighter, then back at Bala. I guess we can help you out though. Just a little fuel for one fighter, right? That's right, Bala replied. Thank you for your help. Not a problem, the man answered. Just don't go telling anyone what we did now. Cautious punch, Bala thought. She repositioned her fighter nearer the spaceport, and the engineer filled it up with fuel. So you must not get many ships from the major powers here then, Bala asked the engineer, trying to glean some information from him. Very rarely, the man said. I think it's pretty well known we don't care to get involved in your politics here, but we still get the rare visitor like you. I see, she replied. Am I the first you've seen in a while? Yeah, he started. Probably the first in at least a quarter cycle. Sounds like Azik didn't land here then, she thought. While she was waiting, Bala received another transmission from Sergeant Major Robin. Bala, come in, he began as usual. Yes, Commander. 
she replied. It looks like Azik and his crew have gone to Sotama, Robin said. Head there as soon as you can, and I will try to update you on where to start once you arrive on planet. Yes, sir. I will be departing off shortly then, Paula answered. And once the engineer had finished refueling her fighter, she took off once more and set a heading for Sotama. It was near enough to Ob right now, so she would be there soon, and wouldn't have to stop again for fuel. After they had destroyed the Ascendancy battleship in deep space, the Obian ship bearing Azik and the mercenaries finally entered the atmosphere of Sotama. Welcome to Bright City, Zario announced. He had taken up the helm since they had lost Hawk back at the asteroid outpost. Bright City was the capital of Sotama. It was a city thus named because, no matter the time of the rotation, whether Lumina was shining on it or not, one could not tell the difference. The city was so bright and so active all the time that every moment was like the middle of the day, or perhaps more fittingly for this world of luxury, the prime time of the evening. They received more than a few puzzled looks as they docked the ship from the independent world. Just as the independent worlds weren't accustomed to seeing many ships from the major powers, perhaps even more so the citizens of the major powers weren't accustomed to seeing ships from independent worlds. And this ship was nothing to look at to such a degree that it became something to look at in a place like Sotama. So much for not being noticed here, Zario said as they unboarded. Now that we are here, Azik started. I don't see a reason for us to stick together. I'm going to the Alliance headquarters. I doubt that's where you want to be. Like I said, feel free to take the ship and get out of here. The Ascendancy is probably more concerned with me than they are with you anyway, so it would be better for you to get as far from me as possible. I suppose you're right, Zario said, but Azik was already leaving. Azik went to the grab bike rental shop and once more found himself a vector. This time it was a VX-7, which was only two models from the newest VX-9. He, however, preferred it over the VX-8, so it was second best in his opinion. He quickly made his way to the Alliance headquarters of Sotama and Bright City, where he would be safe from the Ascendancy and would hopefully be able to get some answers. As he entered the military wing, he was greeted with a salute by a low-ranking officer who was at a reception desk. Greetings, Lieutenant, she said. How can I be of service? Hello, Sergeant, Azik replied. I need to get in touch with whoever is the commanding officer here. I have a lot of urgent information to relay to High Command. Of course, the Sergeant nodded. That would be Colonel Inferi. But I don't think he will be back here for a little while. He had to go to one of the nearby cities, Trida, and see to one of our operations there. If you don't need him in person, you can just contact him. I'm sure he will get back to you quickly. Thanks for your help, Azik said. I think I will wait for him to return. When did you say he would be back? Check in near the end of the rotation, and I'm sure he will be here by then. Thanks again, Azik replied, and left the barracks. The question now, he said to himself as he walked to the grab bike, is whether to stick around here until the colonel returns, or find somewhere less conspicuous to wait. The warning Zario gave him about Ascendancy spies was continually echoing in his mind. He decided to go to a different city. There were plenty to get lost in, and wait until the end of the rotation. It would still be a while. Before he did, he sped back 
past the docking bay where they had landed the Obvian ship to see whether the mercenaries had left yet or not. The ship was still there. I really don't care what that military grunt said, Mecca declared. We should be on our way back to look for Hawk right now. The crew of mercenaries sat together at a space inn, half-heartedly sipping on some drinks. Although I think it could be dangerous, Villani added. I agree with Becca. He wouldn't have hesitated to fly this rickety ship into enemy fire to save us if he had to. What do you guys think we can possibly do for him at this point, Zario said, annoyed. Mostly because he also agreed, but knew it was useless. By now, the Ascendancy, or the Alliance, or both, have combed that entire area. And if Hawk was alive, he isn't there anymore. If he is alive, Zarya said again, we won't know where to find him. Ravina is a good place to start, Lucian replied. Would you all please listen, Zarya almost started to shout. We can't go back to Ravina. We will be arrested on sight by whoever finds us first. Then we have no chance at all of helping Hawk. They all sat in silence for a while. Well, what are we doing here then? Mecca started again. I don't know, Zario answered, pondering. Waiting, I guess. This clearly didn't satisfy Mecca, who got up and walked out of the space in. Argyle followed her. Zario sighed. It's not smart to split up right now. Go keep tabs on them, Valen. Got it, Valen said, and went after his subordinates. Why are we staying here, Villani asked, if you're so worried about the Ascendancy. Don't you get it? Zario answered. We're staying here because I'm worried about the Ascendancy. While Sotama was basically one large city, what they called cities were really different regions, which were similar to the old national regions now mainly just used to section the planet off to make it more manageable to govern. Azik made his way to the city of Kaufen, about a quarter of the way around the planet to the northwest of Bright City. He had been to Sotama before, so he kind of knew his way around. He knew that Kaufen would be another large city, by Sotama standards, that he could get lost in until he could meet with Colonel Inferi. It was common to see a lot of Alliance military in a place like Sotama which was one of the most prominent worlds in the Alliance. His lieutenant stripes made him a little more noticeable, but still he wasn't too concerned. He found a space in that seemed like it had a pretty good crowd, then slipped into one of the booths in a corner where he could see anyone approaching. Settling in with a drink, a nearby entertainment console caught his attention, which was on a system news channel covering all the biggest stories around Lumina. And without any ransom message or demand, the Federation is at a loss as to what has happened to the Prime Minister of Sor, and what his captors want. So long has passed since he was taken that many speculate whether he is alive, especially after the assassination of the head of the Council of Tan. Azik was shocked. The Prime Minister of Sor and the head of the Council of Tan were the two most prominent leaders of the Tansorian Federation. This is crazy, Azik thought. I wonder if it happened before or after the Scion was destroyed. Maybe that's why the Federation attacked them. But there's no way the Alliance would do anything like this. 
The Federation was our ally, after all. So many questions were unanswered in Azik's mind. He felt that he was in the middle of something way beyond his own scope of understanding. Now that he had a moment to relax again, he tried to contact his captain once more. Having still not heard back from him or anyone, all he could do was leave another message for him. This was becoming one of Azik's biggest concerns, and something he was going to ask the colonel about. At this point, he had been on leave for over an entire universal rotation, which was more than two Ravinian rotations, and he hadn't gotten a reply from anyone in that time. He was beginning to lose track of all the things that were going wrong. The attack on Ravina and the missing citizens and soldiers, the attack on the Scion by the Federation, the silence from his platoon, Ascendancy spies' attempts to capture or kill him, and his fuzzy memory and nagging headache. Now he learned that the leaders of the Tansorian Federation were being targeted. How much of it is related, Azik wondered. He spent a while at the Space Inn until it was getting rather late, then made his way back to Bright City to speak with Colonel Inferi. Though he couldn't tell, the sky above the capital city was dark when he arrived a short time later. The same soldier was at the reception desk when he arrived back at the military wing. Welcome back, Lieutenant, she said to Azik. The Colonel is in now, and I let him know that you stopped by. He's expecting you. Thank you, Sergeant, Azik replied and proceeded into the Colonel's office. Colonel Inferi looked up from his desk as Azik entered. Ah, Lieutenant Zinn, I presume. Good to meet you. Sergeant Esela told me you needed to speak with me about something rather important. What can I help you with? Colonel, Azik saluted his superior. It's good to finally talk to another officer again. I feel like I've been out of contact for ages. I am from Ravina, and I went back home on leave recently. I arrived to see what the Ascendancy had just done there, and that many of the citizens had been taken hostage or fled soon after the attack. I've been searching for any information I can about what happened or where the Ravinians may have been taken. While searching, I came across a group of mercenaries working for Ascendancy soldiers who were posing as Alliance military. You need to get word to Ravina Command about a large facility they have in Animov. They have a lot of citizens there, maybe as a shield, so they need to be careful. The strangest thing, though, Azik continued, is that I have not been able to get in contact with my captain or any of my crew since I went on leave. The colonel sat there, trying to digest all the information. Azik filled him in on some more of the details, leaving out his memory loss and headaches, however, and told the colonel that everything had been as it usually was before his squad all went on leave. Inferi finally said, It sounds like you've been through quite a lot, Lieutenant Zinn, and I will help you in any way I can. It is very strange that you haven't heard back from Captain Hadred in all this time. I can look into these things for you, see what I can find and I can run a search to see if your subordinate has come back here on his leave. Perhaps you can get together with him if he is." He called for Sergeant Esela at the reception desk who promptly entered the office. Sergeant, please show the lieutenant a place where he can stay during his time here. He addressed Azik again. Come back next rotation, say sometime mid-rotation, and I will hopefully have something for you. I appreciate the help, Azik replied, and I won't take up any more of your time. I will see you next rotation. Sergeant Esla escorted Azik to a nearby room, one of the many unused officers' quarters in the military wing. 
Azig laid down on the bed and was immediately aware of how exhausted he was after everything. He was also glad, though, to finally have some real help. Not that he didn't appreciate what Sergeant Major Robham and Sergeant Rees had done for him. They just seemed to know very little, especially for people stationed on Rabina. They did want to help, though, he thought. Perhaps I was a little harsh at the time. Soon, he was able to doze off and had one of the more restful sleeps he had since his leave began, though it was still not very peaceful. Man, things are getting crazy out there, a young soldier said to himself, who was standing on guard duty atop a large tower, one of many used for planetary defense from the ground. No more alliance with the Alliance, they're just flying off the handle. I wouldn't doubt if they're the ones behind the assassinations and kidnappings. He shuffled nervously at his station. I'm not cut out for all this drama. We weren't supposed to be in any wars in my lifetime. That stuff is for uncivilized savages. At least I'm posted here at home. I just hope the war doesn't find its way here. But surely the Federation wouldn't let that happen. Although, Private, a voice came from somewhere nearby. Stop talking to yourself, and turn your transmitter off before you make an even bigger disgrace of the Saurian military. Oh, uh, yes sir, the soldier stammered. Sorry, sir. He turned off the transmitter and sighed in embarrassment. I guess everyone already knew I was a coward anyway, he thought, ashamedly. But I just don't want anyone to destroy my home. The following rotation came too quickly for Hazek's body which was still worn out from all the activity of the past couple rotations. He nevertheless rose rather early and went back out into the city. He really didn't know what to do with himself for the time until he would meet again with Colonel Inferi. He decided to take a ride on his rented Vector VX-7 and went past the docking bay that he arrived in once more. The Obian ship was still docked there. Those foals, Azik thought. If they were really concerned about the ascendancy in the Alliance, which they should be, they would have left here immediately. What could they possibly be doing? He rode on further to another city once more, in order to try and keep any potential ascendancy spies searching. Without anything else to do, Azik decided to go to a space inn once again, thinking he may perhaps even gain more information or bits of news. It worked last time, he thought, although maybe I just need to listen to the news more often. Entering the space inn, he once more found a corner booth and ordered a drink. Zario and the others were now on his mind again, after seeing the ship still docked at Bright City. Are they watching me again? Did they just go right back to their last job? He started to feel like he was being watched, feeling that he had no rational evidence for. Azik was a very skilled strategist and tactician. Spying on him was not an easy feat. He was always aware of his surroundings and if there were someone watching him right now, they would have to be a phantom. But his reasoning didn't help him feel any more at ease. Azik decided to turn on his own entertainment console and flip through some news stations, but none seemed to be saying anything new, though most were talking about one or more of the recent events. Then he hit one that caught his attention. Ascendancy battleship destroyed in deep space near the independent planet Reports are that communication has subsequently been lost between the Alliance and Hob, as experts speculate an attack is underway. What have we done, Azik thought. We doomed them. I should have known that the Ascendancy wouldn't care if they were involved or not. 
just another chance to force someone under their rule. He couldn't believe how foolish he had been. Now a whole planet gets to pay the price because of me. I need to figure out what is going on quickly so I can put an end to it. He was getting anxious and couldn't wait any longer to go see the Colonel, and so left the Space Inn and headed back to the Alliance headquarters in Bright City. Still, the Avian ship was docked in the bay. Isaac arrived at the headquarters and proceeded to the military wing, where he was surprised to see a familiar face leaving. Sergeant Rees, he said to Vala as they approached one another. What a coincidence running into you here. What are you doing? Reassigned from Ravina so soon? Vala looked to be even more surprised than he was. Lieutenant, she saluted. Wow, this certainly is a surprise. Yes, uh, not long after we parted ways, I received a transmission that a family member wasn't doing well, and I left for Sotama immediately afterward. I will be on leave for a few cycles. What brings you way out here? Have you found out something about your family? Well, I certainly hope everything is okay with your family, Isaac started. And no, unfortunately, I haven't found anything yet, but I'm hoping that will change soon. I'm going to meet with the commander here right now. You mean Colonel Inferi? Vala asked. Yes, Azik replied. Why do you ask? Well, I just came from there, Vala said, and he's not there. The sergeant at the desk said that he has been gone all rotation and wasn't sure when he would be back. Great, another roadblock, Azik thought. I just can't find any information about anything. Why is it so difficult? Well, thanks for the heads up, he said to Vala. I guess I will just have to wait until later then. So what now, Wall asked. If you aren't doing anything now, perhaps we can get something to eat? I guess I'm free now, Isaac answered. Somewhere else, though. He still didn't feel comfortable in Bright City where he could possibly be connected to the Avian ship that the mercenaries still hadn't taken from the docking bay. They would just take the thing out of here, it would help a lot. Isaac and Vala began the short trip on their grab bikes to another city where they found a space in that Asik thought was suitable, and they entered. When they did, there was a strange pall in the air. He quickly found out why. On every entertainment console, he saw the unmistakable image of a high-priority bounty alert, and it was for him. <laughs>